next stop is Create a Nation Station. Exit here to take a look behind the scenes and explore the building blocks of content empires. Enjoy your stay! Hello and welcome to episode number one of Create a Nation Station or Ground Zero. We haven't really decided, but that's okay. Uh, where we take a behind the scenes look into the creative process behind artists, creators, authors, and all kinds of content creators. Um, today, for our first guest, oh wait, my name's Siren. I'm a your host for this podcast. I just got a little excited. I apologize. Um, for our first guest, if you guys listen to Procrastination Station, y'all already know it's the only other person I could ever have on this show because nobody else is willing to work with me because I don't know what I'm doing and nobody else does either. <laughs> um, we've got... Yumi, or Ee, as she calls herself now. Hello, I am, um... Having an identity crisis. I have so many names, who am I? They're all there is the same name. Yeah. You know what? Call me whatever. Yumk? Yumk? You, I'm just gonna call Everyone you. Pronounces it Yum K. Yum K. <laughs> Yum. I hate it. Like Yum K, but like Yum K, and I'm like, no, 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 pronounce it Yum, please. Cause you a snack, so you yum. Damn. All right. <laughs> Anyways, we've got you. Um, if you guys don't already know, she's a brilliant artist. You guys can check her out on Instagram, um, on Twitter where she shit posts. <laughs> oh yeah. And what is your at? Um, my Instagram is xzyumi, x is yumi. Um, I will pronounce it Z because I am Canadian and I will not give in to American impulses. <laughs> um, and my tw I, tw I changed my Twitter. It's now Yuzizong. Uh, no wonder you're having an identity crisis. <laughs> I'm having such a big identity crisis right now. Um, but yeah, my Twitter is... Y U Z I Z O N G. Nice, guys. Make sure to check out her stuff just to be able to get a better understanding of kind of like the things that we're going to be talking about today. Um, but in regards to that, yomp, you you've changed. I I have changed. I am a changed man. Wow. Um, I, I apologize for mispronouncing your pronouns then. I'm so sorry. This, this is not going anywhere. But you changed. What happened to your sporadic updates in the last week? Ladies and gentlemen, after having radio silence for four months, in one week, Yomk has posted four times. I don't know who I am. I really don't. I had a really bad art block for most of the year, I think just stress and then haven't been consuming a lot of content or anything. Mm -hmm. And then I drew something at 2 a.m. the other day. I'd been meaning to draw it. It was the, um, the Yeti, the Yeti photo. Mm -hmm. So like there's this one photo of like the Delta Yeti as Psyche from a magazine editorial. Mm -hmm. I was going to say tutorial, it's an editorial. Editorial. <laughs> um, and I thought it was so freaking cool. 
and then I had to draw it, and I was like, wow, I'm gonna draw this <laughs> for, like, five months, and I never did. <laughs> um, and then the other day, I had, like, I think I had a stomachache or something, and I couldn't sleep. No, 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 it wasn't a stomachache. I drank a bubble tea that day, and boy, was that a bad mistake, because, um, I have, you know, that I have insane caffeine sensitivity. Mm-hmm. My body and caffeine are like, mm, no, we're not having this. So I drank a whole ass, like, large milk tea. Um, and I did not sleep until 6 a.m. that night. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so bad. But, uh, I'm sorry to say, but, like, your suffering has brought me great joy. Excellent. <laughs> in the work, in the giving us your beautiful sketch of yeti it's so nice thank you was that like pencil and sketchbook yeah it was pencil i pulled out i don't know if you were there you know how in in high school art they give you that set of like stadler um oh (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. with like hb all the way to 8b yeah, yeah, you know it. I got it right beside me. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I pulled that out and I was like, you know what? We're gonna have some variety. Ooh, looks good. Yeah. And speaking of that, you've been like experimenting with mediums lately. Yeah, the last four are all completely different mediums. <laughs> the last one is done with crayon? Yeah, crayon. There's a bit of pencil crayon in there as well, but mostly crayon. But, like, what's your go-to medium, usually? Uh, mechanical pencil. (laughs) I am an artiste. At its finest. But what did you do, um, Xiao with? Was that with pen and ink? Um, yeah. So Xiao was done with... Uh, India ink and uh, a Muji pen. Oh, we're not sponsored, but I should be. We're not, we're not sponsored. Please sponsor me, Muji. <laughs> um, and then I used a Posca pen for the gold. Oh, oh, this is Genshin Impact Shell, by the way. Yeah, yeah, Genshin Impact Shell. Dude, oh my god, Genshin is so pretty. Genshin is so nice to look at. I spend hours on there doing nothing. Like, no missions. I just, like, find a really high place to sit and I just look at the scenery. Yeah. <laughs> or, okay, you know how you're supposed to, like, fight the bosses to um, ascend your characters and stuff? I'm on, like, AR 31, I think, and my characters are mostly less than level 40. I have, like, two level 50 characters. Oh, no. I'm like way below my level. Of, I should fight the bosses before I get annihilated by them if I try fighting them. But I spend all my time cooking. <laughs> I don't even do the dailies. I just cook in Genshin. <laughs> when Genshin in fact turns into cooking mama number four or something. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. <clears throat> But, like, it's fun and it's pretty. Yeah. You know, I can't help it. It's just really, really nice. 
days. Ooh, it's so pretty. The sunsets are better than real sunsets. 100%. Oh my goodness. What, like, made you wanted, want to draw Xiao? Um... Favorite character, or...? Yeah, favorite character. I'm low-key in love with Xiao, but we don't talk about that. <laughs> Someone's gonna get jealous. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Lauren. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, suddenly, I mean, that milk tea solved all your art block, <laughs> and then it gave us all this wonderful art. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you. I think the original, sorry, um, I think the original thing for Cell was. I was kind of looking at his kind of, you know, he has like the inky blotches and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then so I think that's like where it mostly came from. And then also I just wanted to practice calligraphy because mm -hmm. um, my Chinese calligraphy is slightly horrendous. Slightly? Uh, wow. Putting yourself up on a pedestal, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> we are actually putting ourselves <laughs> on a pedestal. Slightly horrendous. But... Oh, is a fun time seeing your art. Ooh. Well, okay, so now we're gonna get to like what this podcast is actually about because I think I just got <laughs> sidetracked amazingly. Um, so yeah, with this podcast, I really wanted to bring to you guys, the audience, um, kind of a look behind the scenes of um their creative process. So. A lot of the times we just get presented with work and you're just like, wow, that's so pretty how they do it. And then they're just like, work! And you're like, just distracted by like the pretty colors and the pretty images. But I just wanted to kind of talk to Yumi, you, Yumi, uh, uh, Yumi's fine. We're, Yumi. we're, we're gonna go with that. Um, about how she gets her ideas, like the theory and all that. So. First questions first. Do you plan your art at all? I think sometimes I kind of... I think I plan things a lot in my head. They never turn out how I think they will. Mm -hmm. um, I used to just kind of go at it at the paper and then hope for the best. So you don't really I like pre-compose your things? Um, not really. Some of the bigger pieces I pre-composed, like the Kakashi art, that one I pre-composed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, let's see, that's about it. <laughs> Everything else is, I'm gonna draw this, and then pen on paper and hope for the best? Essentially, I don't know, because there's always a lot of, like, sketch process that mm -hmm. just kind of, you know, ends up, uh, especially with traditional art, a lot of times I won't do a thumbnail first, I'll just kind of sketch until it looks good, mm -hmm. so there's a lot of erasing. Um, with the Yeti one, I was originally not going to use a reference. I was just going to kind of draw the vibe. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that this is stupid and I don't know how to draw people in side profile. So I <laughs> pulled out the reference. <laughs> and then it got better. And then do you ever, like... Because you're more of a traditional artist with, so than everything else. But do you ever, like, really consider what kind of medium you want to use? Because your D&D &D character, Aisa? Mm -hmm, Aisa. She was done with- she, she died. Oh no. Spoilers! 
<laughs> okay, no, no, no. She didn't actually. Go, no, uh, we, 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 we had a TK. Uh, what am I saying? We, we TTK'd. Ah. I'm so sorry to hear that. Thanks. Um, but she's really anyways. cute. <laughs> well, anyways, coming back to the topic, um, you did her with digital art, right? Yeah. Something you haven't touched since Homestuck days? Um, no, no, no. I did a bit of digital art in between, so I think before my style used to be a bit more combination of traditional and digital, I'd draw it in digital and I'd color it on my phone. Oh, okay. Um, it was clean. And then for a while, I had use of the iPad because my brother had not gotten into art yet. Mm. So I could use my dad's iPad to draw. So you have this whole section of digital art. Oh, from, yeah. Like the... from, yeah, from like Mustang to like um, my Meet the Artist. Mm-hmm. Um, that was all like digital art because... I had free reign. I could do whatever I wanted. It was so nice. <laughs> um, and then my brother was like, I'm getting into animation, and also I'm going to draw a webtoon. Um, so wow. He did. Yeah, he's literally making a webtoon. I'm like, damn, all right, you go. He's like 13, right? How old is he? He's like 13. He's like 14. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. How's his webtoon doing? Want to promote his webtoon for them? Um... That would be great if I remember what it was called. <laughs> we'll remember. We'll remember soon enough. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Continuing on. Yeah. Um. I don't think I really think about what medium I'm going to use. There's some things where it's like, uh, this will look better as traditional art. This will look better as digital art. Mm -hmm. Um. I think from the beginning for the Yeri photo, like, I didn't want to paint it just because I'm not that good at rendering skin and stuff. I wanted to do a sketch. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Phoenix Wright arc that I did recently, that one was like, oh, like, bright colors and stuff. Uh, I actually did this one because I saw someone else's art. Uh, I think they did uh, Hanako-kun. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and they did, like, Posca art. And I was like, this is actually really cool. I want to try Posca art. Uh, a bit more because I've tried it in the past, but not really. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. And how long do you usually find yourself, like, without the art block? How long do you find yourself, um, like, thinking between I want to draw this and actually getting down to it? It's usually pretty much immediately. <laughs> like, I'm like, wow, idea, and then I'll just pull out a piece of paper and doodle it. Mm -hmm. Um. But I think for digital pieces, there's more thinking involved just because I have to actually go and steal the iPad that <laughs> three of the five members of my family used. Oh, no. Um, it's effort. Uh, by the way, I, I found my brother's webtoon again. It's called This Again. Cool. By the number 13. Wow. Everyone check it out. Give her some support. Give her brother some support. Yeah, it's very cool. What a talented very family. Channel cool, like, ideas and stuff like that. Uh oh. We should get your brother on sometime. We should. It'll be great It'll chaos. Be chaotic. It'll, It'll be, be great so chaotic. chaos. I'll have you and your brother on, and then we'll do some kind of game. Oh my god. 
Yumi Family Game. Battle of the Artists. Oh, I can see it already. <laughs> oh god. I'm so scared. It's gonna be so much fun. What are you talking about? Yanihu. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Your creative process is quite quick then would you say yeah i mean okay i think the thing is that oftentimes um so i used to be much more of like a bts fan artist mm -hmm. and then it will be like i see a photo i download it and then oftentimes if it's a newer one like they'll immediately draw it i think there's a lot of pressure in those kinds of fast moving fandoms of whenever something comes out everyone draws it right yeah like for sure. your your entire feed is suddenly filled with like fake love jungkook or whatever <laughs> it's just like that mm -hmm. and there's a lot of pressure to draw these things but other times it's like i'll say something on my phone and then i'll have a, an idea for something and i'll go look for a reference and so there's like my old phone had a bunch of reference photos. I don't have as many anymore, just because I'm not as invested into K-pop anymore. Mm -hmm. um, at least emotionally, I think it's hard for me to draw things that mm -hmm. I'm not as emotionally invested in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I feel like for anything that we're doing like this, especially if it's not career, it's very emotionally driven, and it's very like what you feel like doing, and it's best to not get carried away by the tide of Ben Reagans and the like. Mm -hmm. How long does art usually take you? Okay, um... I think that I don't usually spend more than, like, two, three hours on a piece. Wow! It, it really depends on the piece, though. Um, That's impressive, but, though. Yeah, I, I draw really fast. Um, and I'm not super, super detail-oriented. Mm -hmm. I think the cell one took me a bit longer. It might have been three to four hours. Mm -hmm. um, just because there's a lot of details in it. Um, I know the Mog, uh, Reagan. Mm -hmm. So my most recent art is that one. Because it's, it's just like a small crayon doodle. I think that one took me less than two hours because I drew it at work. Um, wow. My shift is only so long. That's so impressive. No slacking off, kids. No slacking off. Please. No, no slacking off. Uh, don't, don't be like me. Um, Wang Lao Shi, if you're listening to this, which you're probably not, please don't fire me. <laughs> you miss a hard worker, I swear. Yeah, I work very hard. There's just nothing to do. Um, so we just talked about most recent work. What about your proudest work? I think that one's really hard. Um, you can choose like I a think top probably um, for BTS's seventh anniversary, I did an art where I drew all seven of them. Oh yeah, I remember that yeah, one. Yeah, like the the festa art. Yeah, the festa art with you did that with um, watercolor, right? The watercolor. It took so long. It was really hard, but I think it was really rewarding to kind of draw that and see it all come together. Mm -hmm. um, for this one, it was really fun because I tried to challenge myself a bit more. I took this photo of all seven of them, and then I changed all of their outfits to um, one of their photo shoots that I really like the outfits for. 
Wow, so it's like different eras all in one picture. Mm, yeah, kind of. Uh, so yeah, like I think changing the outfits and stuff is super hard because you have to adapt whatever they're wearing to the new pose. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, yeah, so I thought that was a bit of a challenge for me. And there's just so many details, there's so many faces everywhere. I really struggle with making real people look the way they actually do. There's some people that I have a lot more practice with, like J-Hope. I just draw him a lot because <laughs> um, he's my bias. So I draw him a lot, and he's a lot easier for me to draw as a result. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I don't know, like Jin's face, I didn't get super well. Um, and I think RM doesn't look super like himself either in the photo. But at the same time, it's something that I'm really proud of because I challenged myself to do something that I wasn't comfortable with, which is drawing like a crowd of people. Mm. I think it turned out really well, really beautiful. I remember um, you working on it and you're like messaging me like, I don't know what's going on. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. Can you tell who's who? Like, is this face like a correct face? <laughs> is, this is how, it a face? <laughs> is this how human anatomy works? And I was like, you're doing great, sweetie. It's okay. <laughs> but it turned out really really well and you i mean like you didn't make it in time but you're close <laughs> yeah i definitely did not make it in time when did i post this it was like months after it was july it was it's july, close but like a full month after that's still really really amazing thanks i think the other one that i'm really proud of is um i drew um august youth digital Oh, with the blindfold and the fire in the background? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think for this one, it was, I challenged myself with lighting. It didn't turn out perfect because I didn't have a, I didn't really use the reference for the actual lighting itself. Mm-hmm. I just kind of did whatever I felt like. But I think the effect turned out really cool. And I really liked how the fire looked. Yeah. This one's with digital, right? Yeah, this one's digital. I think Yumi's one of the only artists that I know that switches medium so much it's like whenever she uploads you'll always know it's like it's always a surprise and it's always a great surprise <laughs> okay the past six pieces that I've uploaded have been um, in order of like newest to oldest it has been crayon Posca marker ink uh, pencil sketch photography and digital yeah like the photography thrown there i was completely thrown off and i was just like did you post this on the right account yeah i i did i did and then i like looked at the caption and i was like oh no this is definitely right i'm just like wow i love i love looking at your account it's just so much fun it's like it's a wonderful surprise like not only is your update sporadic your mediums are also, you know, always just different. And it's really nice yeah. seeing that. Because, like, my favorite artists, like, sometimes just stick to one thing. And it's, like, they do it so well. But then Yumi, just seeing, like, the changes and, like, like going from <laughs> going from sketch to freaking crayon. <laughs> out of nowhere, like, of all things, crayon suddenly. I love it. I love it. <laughs> You guys get to watch me go through my identity crisis, and I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like watching someone go through a lot of things. Yeah. And you see it through her journey. You know what? We were here. We were here for it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we're experiencing this, everyone. Damn. <laughs> oh, um, is there anything that you've drawn that you've been like, oh, there's something like hidden here that you guys might not have seen? Ooh, let me think. Because your art is usually, I don't want to say straightforward, but it's usually like, for the f past few at least, it was like the the sketch of the crayon sketch, and then um, you had a few commissions, so it's usually quite like profile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think I usually just kind of draw things as they are. Mm -hmm. I feel like for me, one of my struggles is kind of taking something and giving it a twist. Mm -hmm. um, but for people who can't read Chinese, like the Xiao drawing that I did, I wrote his voice lines in Chinese on top of him. Mm -hmm. I don't really know how... It was kind of inspired by, um, you know how in those Chinese cultivation dramas, uh, they have those, like, words that they write in the air, and then they're like, pshoom! Um, it's basically the same as, like, naming the attack before they shoot it, I guess? Yeah. In anime? <laughs> Detroit Smash! <laughs> yeah, it's kind of inspired by that, but I wrote some of his voice lines that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Yeah, that was for that one. Um, so, uh, for my D&D &D drawing, I had you know, my little demon tiefling girl, uh, Isa. And then for that one, if you look, kind of zoom in on her shawl, the kind of pin holding it together uh, is Titania's symbol, like her, uh, what it's described as in D&D, &D, like by mm -hmm. the official books and stuff like that. Um, because that's her patron, she's a warlock. Oh, yeah, it's really funny because D and D doesn't have an actual picture of Titania's uh, symbol. Mm -hmm. They have a picture of her counterpart symbol, and it's, they're supposed to look similar. So okay. I just kind of made it look how I wanted it to look. <laughs> Personal interpretation, um, cute. Yeah, and then um, small Easter eggs. Um, there was this one art that I did over the summer. It was like sad boy hour, um, and then it's this girl kind of lying in bed mm -hmm. in this really scuffed looking room with a bunch of posters and then if you kind of zoom in on the art and stuff um like on the right there's a poster of my uh my bts drawing like the oh the OT7 drawing yeah like a nice little shadow of it that's cute yeah it's a little shadow of it didn't even notice yeah. and then there's like other things that are kind of just like my art that i kind of threw in there Mm -hmm. um, that are pretty small, and then a burn the stage poster. Ooh, that's so cool. Yeah, and also my my teddy bear. Oh, on the edge of the bed. That's so cute. Yeah, her name is Mango. She's really cute. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's kind of it. I, I don't. I feel like I don't really throw in a lot of small Easter egg things just because I don't have. There's not a lot of super detailed stuff to my work. Mm hmm. You know? That's fine. Just be like that. I think something that was really cool was seeing how other people interpreted my art when I was doing my challenge for 1K. Mm-hmm. Um, for 1K followers. Um, and seeing how they kind of interpreted the emotions differently. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. And there was, like, I think that was 
one of the coolest um like fan art or competitions that i've seen because you the specifications you gave were like quite it wasn't like super vague but it wasn't super specific either so there was do you want to explain your yeah so the general idea of it was um i drew a piece of art inspired by uh rm's tokyo mm-hmm. um and it's him kind of like falling apart you know like it's like the lyric wake of tokyo with like a torso mm-hmm. and so i had people kind of reinterpret that however they wanted but they had to challenge themselves to try to draw in a medium or a style that they weren't really comfortable with mm-hmm. and to push themselves to create different art and that's why this one was photography for me um or self-portraiture specifically but to see other people trying things that they usually don't i think that's one of the best things about art for me is being able to push yourself to draw things that you usually aren't able to and being like hey that actually kind of turned out cool mm-hmm. and that's why i really like medium experiments but yeah yeah that's so cool you got all kinds of stuff you got sketches you got digital you got you got someone singing yeah that was insane it was it's so good wait okay i don't know how this how the audio quality is gonna be but i can like play it a little bit i feel like it might be a bit clapped though go ahead we can we can try to fix it up we got cut up a tiny bit but everyone can go check it out on her instagram it should be under one of her highlights uh, yeah, it, it's in my highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also really funny because, like, I got to, like, 1K, and I did this more as a thank you for uh, everyone for kind of, you know, putting up with my super inconsistent updates <laughs> um, and for just appreciating me, and especially for my friends who have always kind of been supporting my art. Um, I don't really care much about numbers at all mm-hmm. anymore. I used to a lot more, but yeah, it's really funny because the numbers kind of like went down after, which is fine, you know. And then I posted Reagan, and like I think ten people unfollowed me <laughs> just because of Mom Psycho. No, and I was like, do you guys hate Reagan or like? You know what? I never wanted followers like that, anyways. <laughs> or maybe I I also posted this like joke on my story about how I was like a gate. I can't even say it. Don't worry, you're not. <laughs> I know. I, I know. You don't I'm even. Not, you. Like, you this, this. This. This artist plays on a Mac. Yeah, I do. I play Genshin on mobile. I'm in so much pain. <laughs> oh, Mayo. We'll get you there someday. It'll happen eventually. You know what? You're probably right, and I hate that you're right. <laughs> we, um, her friends, are a great influence on her. <laughs> That's all I've got to say about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll get you there someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Yeah. Oh! Do you always draw for fandoms that you're really into? Not 
always, I think anything that inspires me, essentially, I'll draw. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of times I'll find, like, images or ideas, like, just kind of floating on the internet, and I'll be like, well, I, I kind of like that, I kind of want to try that. Mm-hmm. Um, or if people commission me or, re- or I open requests and stuff like that. Uh, then I'll often <laughs> draw things for fanons that I'm not as familiar with. Um, but generally, I think I try to draw things that I personally like, um, at least visually, mm-hmm. or I can connect to on some level. But otherwise, it's really hard to draw something like that. Yeah. Like, there's a while ago, like, I drew Zelda, and, like, I don't play Legend of Zelda. Um, I tried Breath of the Wild for, like, five seconds and failed. When she says five seconds, she literally means five seconds because she died in the tutorial. <sighs> I did die in the tutorial. No, I died in the tutorial of Ocarina of Time, I think. What was it, Ocarina of Time? Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it was Ocarina of Time that I died in the tutorial of. I tried playing Breath of the Wild in a, on a separate occasion, and then... You know how there's this part where you have to, like, climb this tower? I yeah. kept messing up the controls, and then I, like, fell off the tower and died, like, three times, and then I gave up. Ah, uh, yes. But you really liked um, the Zelda design for Young Zelda? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So for that one, that was that was visually, I really liked the design. Like, with, like, the short hair, I was like, oh, she looks so cool. Um, so it's, like, stuff like that. Or, um, oh, I did an, uh, arch thing for Sugi and Irene from Red Velvet. Honestly, I don't think I'm that into Red Velvet. I really love them. I, I think they're really great musicians, but I'm not just, I'm not super invested in them. Mm-hmm. But they had this one photo shoot that I thought looked super, super cool. Oh, like the garden um, one, right? for some kind of, like, magazine. Yeah, the garden one. And then this one was actually inspired by kind of two things. This was inspired by, um, this was inspired by both the photo shoot and, um, this one meme account that I follow, um, was doing this, um, like, overgrown statue theme for a while. Oh, Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's like these, like, Grecian-style statues, and then they're covered in ivy. Mm-hmm. And then I really like the concept of that and kind of wanted to try that with this one. So Ooh. that's where a lot of the different kinds of ideas come in, where I just kind of mesh together two different ideas that I have. Do you ever have to go inspiration, inspiration like, searching, or do you just usually find it in, like, when you're browsing the web? I think I just find it. I follow a lot of different types of artistic accounts mm-hmm. on instagram and twitter like on instagram i follow a bunch of um i follow a lot of artists like different mediums oftentimes even just fandoms that i'm not invested in at all Mm -hmm. i just like their art Mm -hmm. um and then photography accounts um the meme account that i follow does like themes and stuff so that's those are actually pretty inspiring and so funny like this is a meme account anyway um and then I follow a lot of different influencers, uh, words, influencers as well. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of them have just some really, really cool concepts and things that they play with or poses. And so it's inspiring as well. 
And other times it's just, you know, things that I'm doing, like playing D&D. Like, I drew a lot of art for that. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, the same night that I drew Yeti um, at... I drew her at, like, 2 or 3 a.m., and then I played Phoenix right for the rest of the night because I couldn't sleep, and then that's why I drew Phoenix after. She's a little obsessed with Phoenix, right? I feel like it's, it's the one game um, that you can, like, actually go through. <laughs> of all the games I've played with you, it's, like, the one thing that you yeah. will, like, religiously stick to. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't require skill, you know? It just requires thinking and problem solving i like those things puzzle games that's fine yeah puzzle games that's fine that's cute but yeah i think there's not much where i will go so i think a lot of times if i'm maybe drawing something that requires something outside of what i'm able to do already then i'll go kind of looking for inspiration i'll be looking at supposed to do gouache paintings or things like that but usually it's just like i'll see something and then i'll be like i want to do that too so i do (laughs) that's cool that's really nice though i'll be down there just going at it that's cute anything else you would like to share with the class today yumi i don't know i don't think there's much else that oh you know what I think words also really inspire me mm-hmm. I like uh, doing poetry and stuff like that and I think um, I've been trying to find ways to kind of incorporate into art there's this one artist um, on Instagram um, I don't know how to say it but like Litarn Litarnes um, L-I-T-A-R-N-E-S I think Mm-hmm. And then they do a lot of art that's a lot more conceptual or, like, short comic-based. And then it's based on, like, these kind of poetic, sad things. <laughs> um, and I kind of wanted to do something along the lines of... So that's kind of my next challenge for myself. I've had something in the works for, like, a while to actually do it. But it's just, like, a series of small comic type things with words incorporated and then art mm-hmm. I don't remember I, I had other thoughts but I don't remember them right now god damn it <laughs> um, See, my brain's so empty right when I'm actually doing stuff like this when I'm not I'm planning and I'm just like okay this is gonna happen like this I'm gonna transition like this and then now I'm just like awkward anyways <laughs> oh so a lot of this was about like behind the scenes like the thought process behind how you like get inspiration for your art and how you find that and then deciding to turn that into art and whatnot mm-hmm. anything along those lines that you want to share today uh yeah i was also thinking about some of personal art and um stuff that's a bit more meaningful to me mm-hmm. just because uh, i don't usually draw a lot of stuff like that just because I express that better in words, so, like, I'll, like, you know, write poetry and stuff like that, um, but I think one of the big things that, one of the big themes that I've been working through in art is identity, and you can kind of see it in 
the content that I draw as well. Mm-hmm. I think when I first started to draw art, I just drew everyone as white people. Um, mm-hmm. Because that was the default to me, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, this was like grade six or seven when I started really getting into art. And then everyone's just white by default because you're like, these are the faces that I see. These are the faces that seem beautiful and the faces that seem easy to draw. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I've slowly been learning to kind of challenge my own perceptions of that and uh, to challenge how I draw things. So even when I was back in like my super big homestuck phase, um, I used to draw like all the homestuck kids as just you know like white kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I kind of realized like, hey, this is kind of dumb. Um, <laughs> And, like, there's nothing that says they have to be white just because their last names sound white, you know? Mm-hmm. And then so I started to challenge myself more to draw them differently. Um, and, uh, for example, I did this... Someone had this one uh, headcanon of, like, Korean Rose and Dave, for people who are kind of a bit more familiar with the series. Um, so then I drew them like that and I thought it was really cool even though it didn't execute it how I would have liked it was really fun to be able to challenge myself to draw them in a way that I didn't usually see them as mm-hmm. and then just drawing them as like different forms of like people of color and stuff like that I think that was really valuable to me um and then for my I did I took IB art in high school mm-hmm. and then one of the things we had to do was create a grad exhibition. And I think that grad exhibition really helped me kind of figure out a lot of stuff about my, about my identity. I think when you draw, no matter what it is, like even if it's just like a silly little crayon drawing of Reagan, um, like you're forming a bit of your identity or uh, learning a bit more about how you view the world. Because whenever you draw something, you're putting a little bit of your soul on the paper, right? Um, like, it's a great way to make horcruxes. <laughs> I am such a nerd. Um, but yeah, I think through that process, um, I was able to kind of... We were, we were given prompts and stuff like that, but I think through that process, I was kind of able to come to the idea of dichotomy. Mm-hmm. And I think dichotomies are a huge inspiration to me in how I draw things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, even if it doesn't come out explicitly in the art, I think it is being like uh, a Chinese Canadian woman in this economy. Like, this is a <laughs> fundamental part of who I am. <laughs> um, yeah, like. I think that's a fundamental part of who I am, and in my drawings, like, that somehow comes through. Uh, I think there's this big thing of, um, there's always this challenge that goes around every year of, like, art versus artist, mm-hmm. and, you know, like, I, everyone somehow looks like they art. Mm. And they I resemble it, yes. One of, yeah, you know, like, you're like, I don't know why, but you look like what you draw, right? Um, and I think that's so cool, and I think that's one of the reasons why art is so powerful, because whenever you make any kind of like artistic thing, whether it be writing or uh, drawing or dance, I don't know, like whatever you do, right? There's a part of 
you, like a deeper part of you that always comes out through that. Wow. Yeah. So deep, so inspirational. It would have been so much better if you didn't laugh. <laughs> You're saying something it so was funny. <laughs> I don't know why I said in this economy, but I do. <laughs> Thanks for sharing that, Yumi. Maybe. But, okay, let's be honest. Today was a bit of a mess. Um, hopefully, next <laughs> few are gonna be a little bit better. We're kind of just hashing things out at the moment. Um, but yeah, this is kind of the dynamic that it's gonna be for Create a Nation Station, or Ground Zero. Woo! Um, we're still deliberating. <laughs> it's still happening. <laughs> But yeah. Ground Zero is so edgy. Ground Zero is so edgy and it's so cool and it's Great so nice. Station is so meany. Hey, I am gonna try to create an entire SkyTrain line and you can't stop me. I, I look forward to it. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you very much. But um, to all listeners, thanks for hanging out today. Thanks, Yumi, for joining me once again for episode one and to like deal with me and my inhibitions in everything <laughs> no you guys don't know how I much stuff i drag along that. yumi for because like i'm always like yumi i want to do this i want to do this and then she's just like okay fine okay We'll see. And then, like, two days later, I haven't forgotten about the first thing, but I'm like, Yumi, I want to do this. Yumi, I want to do this. <laughs> we take those. <clears throat> yeah. We love you, Yumi. Um, mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us again. Um, Once again, check out her art, guys. Um, Like, yeah, she's sporadic, but she's also a genius. And she does, like, so much cool stuff. Oh, You're bound to find something that you either like relate to or like you like whether it be her or her art but yeah Mom, you're embarrassing me i love you she's mine look at that that's my kid on the floor on the floor <laughs> on the stage sorry this is such a mess guys like we tried but there's also only so much you can talk about with visual mediums what about visual mediums through a like an audio <laughs> Audio? Yeah, an audio platform. <laughs> um, next week, I'll try to find something maybe a little less visual, maybe not. I don't have a lot of friends, but, uh, I have a lot of- I have- I have a lot of lack of shame. I have a very little shame. So, let me know who you want to hear about. Um, and me and my lack of shame will, um, very likely, maybe not, but hopefully, and I will definitely try to try to get them on, and then we can talk about their head. What goes on in their head when they make those amazing works that y'all love? Various content creation. Oh, I hate content creation. <laughs> <laughs> like, some people don't consider it as such, so it's more like the creative process, but I don't know how to name it. We'll figure it out. We're learning as we go. Oh, yeah. Anyways, thanks for joining us today. Peace. Bye-bye. Now leaving, create a nation station. See you next time.